We're going to the gate. We're going to the gate. We're going to the gate. You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Boys, game noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I. A brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzanik. I'm joined live by FIFA Obsessive and head of Cybo Studio. Is it Cybo or Cibo? Cybo. Cybo Studio. Jeremy Stein. Welcome back to the podcast, Jeremy. Thank you so much. Great to be back as always. I'm coming in hot. I'm pretty excited about this chat because I did uh, a thing that I don't always do, which is produce an episode, meaning I take time and I think about it. And then I think like what amuses me. And generally, what amuses me is semi-amusing, and I can sell that amusement. Um, and you know, I don't know. It's been a weird, uh, it's been a weird slog of days. So I haven't <laughs> been as hyped. But this one, I'm hyped. Real quick, it's the season of giving, is what I hear. And Patreon.com/sportsanomaly can give us money if you feel like it. We got another big-time uh, supporter, which has changed the game. You oh. know, which will be, will we've named it a section after this supporter, which we'll be discussing shortly. Now I'm gonna cough. Hold on. <laughs> but first off, it's Love and Hate brought to you by Fats Ducati. Fats Ducati is one of our $25 uh, Patreon contributors. So uh, I wanted to know what you love this week, Jeremy. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm, I'm never ready for this, but I, I'm pretty sure I know what I love this week. It's uh, making your own ragu sauce from, oh, shit. from cans of tomato instead of from like Whoa. a jar. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They still did all the work, but... I like apply a little bit of heat and I pour some of the garlic flavoring in and yep. I made a sauce. Wow. That's amazing. It, it is. It's I, magic. It's fun when you do that. I, I have gone on to a cooking binge um, and I made a broccoli sauce, mm. an orecchietti with a broccoli sauce, literally just like threw a bunch of broccoli in a pan, steamed it and then put it in with a veggie uh, uh, broth, mm. and then I basically just reduced it until it was um, it was thick, and then I put orchietti in it, and then it was delicious. That, I really liked it. That's a sauce. That was a sauce. I was like, I am bawling the fuck out of control over here with this sauce. All right, here's what I love this week. Do you know about the Stevenage Challenge? It's a FIFA challenge from last year. Some people don't know about it. I'm one of them, and I just found out about it. I can't wait to tell you about oh, it. Oh, please tell me. Experience. I hope it has to do with well, the mighty Stevenage and uh, winning some sort of impossible thing with them. It does. So Burger King launched this challenge. <laughs> so what they did, Stevenage, for people who don't know me, uh, was at the bottom of England's fourth division. But Burger King knew that if they sponsored them, then their logo would be on a team's jersey in FIFA. So they were like, oh, this is a cheap way in because this is the lowest, crappiest team you can possibly sponsor. So they sponsored him, which I'm sure was a reduced price. So when they sponsored him, they got in the game. And then once they were in the game, their jersey was in the game, they launched a challenge to get the best players in the world on the team. So they had people, they, they were the most used team in career mode. And people <laughs> scored over 25,000 goals online. Their kit sold out for the first time ever. And there's all this, this video footage online where you can see people with the Stevenage Challenge hashtag. And it's like Messi and uh, <laughs> Salah and all these people at a Stevenage jersey. And I was just like, that is fucking so funny and smart to do that. Yeah. So It's a nice yeah, looking kit too. Burger King yeah. spared some expense. 
<laughs> They've spared a little expense. Just a little. Uh, so I don't know. I just think that was one of the great video game stupidity stories. It's very sports anomaly. All right, what's your hate this week? Oh, hate this week. Uh, well, hmm, I wish I'd prepared better. Oh, no, this is actually just kidding. I'm watching... Um, I'm watching European football. Ajax got kicked out of the league. Uh, soft second yellow on Ryan Gravenberch. And as soon as you saw Luis Muriel going on the field, you just know he's going to score that late goal. And he did. So Ajax is tough one. They're knocked out of the Europa League. I mean, we're not the best Ajax side this year, but uh, that was, that was, that was kind of tough. Yeah, I like uh, I like Ajax. I just like seeing them in the rankings. But Atalanta beat them, right? Yeah. Is that the situation? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which their name's going to come up later. Uh, so here's what I hate this week. Paul George just signed a, a new contract or extended his contract for four years, $190 million. And I was like, this dude has a 99 rating on finger pointing and like a zero <laughs> on self-awareness. Like, I I don't know. My contempt for Paul George runs pretty strong. And wow. I don't care about the Clippers because of him. Like, you, you can't begin to care about that team, ultimately, because Paul George is just going to bury his teammates. And I just found uh, I just found it annoying that he, he re-upped. But of course he did, because if they're going to give him $190 million, he'll take it. Wow. Um, but yeah. So, Isn't that wild? So what you're explaining is that Paul George is the Lightning McQueen at the beginning of his arc in the first Cars movie, is what you're trying to tell me. Exactly. <laughs> okay, if good. If I knew that reference. I did see the first Cars movie. Don't remember it. Well, you... But I think you've seen it more recently. You clearly don't have a toddler. Uh <laughs> I've now watched that three times this week. Uh, oh, man. And Lightning McQueen starts out that movie awfully selfish. Just no time for his team. He is his team. And guess what? Right. He had a little bit of a lesson to learn. My sense is that Paul George is the dickhead McQueen in that movie that nobody <laughs> likes. and then, yeah. Or is like the villain and then tries to tear down the team later. So in Cars 9, it, that's when he really shines <laughs> the as heel, himself. The heel turn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to breaking news with Perfect Tommy. Not with Perfect Tommy, by Perfect Tommy. Brought to you by Perfect Tommy, another one of our Patreon gods. To get a section named after you on a podcast that will eventually win an Oscar is pretty wild. But uh, thank God for Perfect Tommy. Um, here's what uh, this, this is pretty basic fra- uh, breaking news because it's just next-gen FIFA and Madden have released. And the reason you're on this podcast is Skype tells me we haven't talked for four months. That's how long we've delayed another oh. FIFA chat. We over uh, over Madden the podcast since there's like one sports video game left. So uh, I'm glad to have you on because now we're going to get into exactly why you're here, which is the feature section of the podcast, which is FIFA 21 et al. E-T-A-L, all of it. So I wanted to start off. You've been playing gobs of the game. Is that correct? Yeah, more or less. More, more than less. More than less. People yes. that you work with are listening, so uh, they're like, "Ooh, that's what he does." Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's start with just current gen, and just I just want to get your sense of what you like, love, and hate about the game. And we had this big podcast four months ago where we broke down every aspect and all the cool shit they were doing. Yeah, is that shit cool? Effectively, man, I'm really profaning a lot on this podcast. I'm sorry, parental units. Uh, that that ish was pretty cool um, for the most part. And then they, they made some of it not cool, but some of it was still cool. So they in typical moving on, that's all we needed on. No, yeah. That's kidding. all the detail you need. And uh, we'll take those <laughs> clicks. Uh, no, yeah. the, um, 
the the gameplay started off fantastic on current gen, the PS4 and Xbox and PC version. Um, and PC, the version is still the current gen version, so that's how it plays. Um, and that has its drawbacks too, but we'll get to that. But the, the gameplay started off fantastic, felt really open. Lately, um, it's gotten kind of cheesy, back post volleys, you know, whatever the scam of the week is. It, right. it fell into that trap and felt very not really fun in a lot of ways. But um, on next gen, uh, that's a little bit better. And the patching uh, with the latest versions, I haven't played on current gen in a couple weeks, but um, supposedly better. But definitely gameplay has gotten better. So, you know, they got a chance to turn around. The good news is the, the meta game for both Ultimate Team and Career Mode is both legitimately better. And they... Oh, wow. Didn't solve everything wrong with Ultimate Team by by any means. Um, you know, for instance, Rivals is still a cesspool, and Weekend League is just a, an excuse to just hurt yourself for a bunch of red 81 cards. So, like, why? Um, right. But the foot friendlies, where you play with, like, either a silver squad or, like, a lower-ranked squad made up of, like, you either, like, they have one right now called Managerial Masterpiece, where you have to either build a very evenly rated squad of, like, you know, okay silver and gold MLS players, or you just stack it. So you have, like, Messi and a bunch of scrubs. Uh, oh, wow. I lost to uh, Johan Cruyff and a bunch of scrubs the other day. And it was awesome. Right. It was, And I was like, oh, yeah, should, yeah. I, should I play that team next time? And you can you can do that one mode with – they give you a nice, like, really nice cards. Um, I just got IX Ryan Gravenberch playing that mode. It's so much fun. Very fun playing that. Uh, I love it. So – so the basis is you you can build your team however you want, but you basically you just get so many points, so you have to allot them for balance or kind like of yeah superstar. yeah. It's like the average rating of all your cards. So if you've got a bunch of like you can't just put Messi who's like a ninety three. You have to have a bunch of like seventies and seventy five. So they're a bunch of average that your team rating ha- can't go above seventy seven, and you can't ah. stack the bottom with a bunch of bronzes. So you really do have to have a team of actually mediocre players um oh wow it's 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 so it's really cool the roster management and then they give you specific rewards if you're like seven mls players on your team you get a really nice mls card oh wow um so it's the rewards are actually worth it um you could do it with the premier league and so they so you're playing these teams instead of playing the same team over and over again you're playing these weird teams that you would never see and you're like oh that's creative so it's it's very fun um and then the the, uh, and that's on, is that on both gens? Next gen, that, last gen? That is in both gens. And they also started doing the Silver Stars Challenge, where it's just a full silver team. And they make these just disgustingly good silver cards that you win for not a lot of games. Um, what? Uh, so what's a silver team for that, the doofuses out there, s- unlike me, who s- don't know what you're talking about? Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, very nerdy. The full silver team, but obviously that's impossible. <laughs> um, no, what it means is that the best card you have is a 74, but because they just juice the ratings and it's all just the best ratings, you know, it's actually like an 85 or something like that. So it's a very powerful card that you're playing against scrub cards. And what- I don't get it. See, what's, I don't get why it's a 85 if it's a 74. The face will say 75, but it'll have the ratings of something much better. So it'll be this card that even though it says it's 75, it's cheating. And so ah. you get this OP card that still qualifies for your bracket. So that's your reward. Right. So it's fun. Um, so I I still don't have any of those cards. I, I haven't played Silver Stars enough, but that's I'm pretty sure I'm just going to be playing friendlies, just switching between Silvers and uh, Managerial. And then Career Mode. 
which is a lot. Is uh, it, what's your favorite? If every other mode was murdered in the night, um, like uh, by Bob Odenkirk in the trailer for the movie Nobody, <laughs> and he went ballistic and just started murdering game modes in FIFA, what would be the one mode that you would protect with your life? Oh, career mode. Yeah. I like Is it. What team did you take? Uh, you know, I'm very lame. Uh, I picked this little English club called Stevenage. Um, <laughs> no, I wish I was that cool. No, um, <laughs> normally my, my obscure English club is uh, Shrewsbury. Uh, Whoa. Home of, uh, of Darwin. Charles Darwin is his birthplace. Holy shit. Shrewsbury? Shrewsbury Town. The, shru- the Shrews. Because it's spelled... And what's... They're like in Sorry, Middle England. They're not. They're just a nonsense club. Is it S H O R O E S B U R Y? Oh, please. It's England. It's S H R E W S. So it looks like it's spelled Shrewsbury. Right, right. But they don't pronounce it like that. I love that. Um, and so that team's pretty bad. Like, if I'm an average, a below average player, I might want to take a Chelsea or whatever. And then I start with that team in the career mode. But you're taking a worse team. What was their overall when you started? I mean, they were always like a League One or League Two team, so they were their overall right. would be in like the 60s or something like that. But I'm not right. that cool this year. I've just done Ajax this year because I just want to play with oh, wow. Ajax. Um, yeah, yeah. So what I do is I take Ajax and I put them into the Premier League and try to climb my way up with them. Ah, that's cool. And when you put them in that, so you can just move any team you want into the Premier League, like into the yeah, you, British. You have to swap one for one, so of course I get rid of West Brown because they don't belong there anyways. Fuck them. Uh, who cares about that team except one person we know? Um, <laughs> and so basically, you were playing the turd gen, as it's known, turd gen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you got your next gen, did you get? Did you? you you're a PS4 guy typically, mm-hmm. but did you? You went to PS5, not Xbox. Sex. Um, I'm a terrible person. I went to both. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm... That's. I mean. Denmark for you. Yeah. Uh, terrible. Well, actually, it was because I was in Denmark. Um, it's the only place you could actually pre-order it and not have, like, a bajillion people. There's only, like, one and a half million people in the country. So right. a lot fewer nerds trying to fight me for an Xbox. That's uh, awesome. Uh, so I got very lucky. I, I shouldn't say that on the Internet. People uh, should hate me for that. But, eh, yeah, whatever. I, I eh. It was my birthday, so, you know, I didn't, I didn't, whatever. I got myself an Xbox and a PlayStation. <laughs> I love it. Did you... Um... What, and you've been playing FIFA on both? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like, what's even the mental... What are you even doing there? Like, because you can't... That's not a cross-platform situation. So when you step away from the PS4 or PS5 to play on the Xbox Sex, uh, then you're basically playing a whole different game, but you're still committed to sharing... Like, how does it work? Yeah, so they, they don't cross over, but that's kind of the point. So um, since I make games that are free to play, I tried to... FIFA is one of the games I try to play to understand the mindset of both a player who doesn't spend money and a player who does. So PlayStation, I, I it was cool. You were able to take your like all your cards from previous. So I've got Messi on the PlayStation, and my team is stacked, and I've got like a million coins in the bank, and I'm, I'm set. Um, right. On Xbox, I didn't spend any money. I just, I just take whatever I earn and play for and grind and whatever – and my team is terrible, but I love my team. You know, it's like, it's a bunch yeah, of, yeah. I have like Pulisic and Dest and McKenney. So not superstars, but it, it's what's cool about it. That mode I was talking about, like you don't need a lot of money to compete at that 
77, you know, overall bracket. You know, when your team right. can't have Messi, well, you, great. Um, and that, I think that's super smart of them, and it's part of why I'm very happy. I'm actually playing on both systems because I can see the perspective of that player. And right. that player actually should, like, at least I, as that player, I'm having a great time. And, yeah, yeah. and then going on and being messy and trying to, like, fight people who also spend a ton of money is actually kind of miserable. Um, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so sweet. But, again, if they can balance it a bit more, um, that's good. And, and, again, for me, like, me being miserable after having spent money and playing a video game is actually really great. It's, it's very helpful for my job. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And uh, when you – we've got a dog barking in the background. It's Marley. He has three legs. Oh. Um, <laughs> so – when you l made the leap from uh, the big criticism about FIFA 21 that I read was that it's basically FIFA 20. W would you say that's accurate? Um, you know, in some ways, like the gameplay is still too much like uh, the FIFA 20, FIFA 2019, every, everything since um, they went to Frostbite has been pretty, you know, ice skates on boats on ice skates has been kind of the thing. Right. It's shockingly a hockey engine too. Um, so it's just kind of, and it's kind of the, always been the issue with the FIFA, uh, animation system in game, it seems. Um, but I actually think they did make big changes. Like the, to me, the career mode in terms of what the experience of playing that and actually having an academy, uh, being able to simulate games, uh, and then the ultimate team stuff that they changed in terms of like the out of game stuff, it really does feel like a different experience. Like there was no way I could enjoy ultimate team unless i just wanted to play the like offline cpu and the like grindy stuff or go and just get murdered by 13 year olds with mom's credit card i know that's a yeah. cliche but that is what it feels like even though right, it's right you know some some 40-ish jerk who's you know <laughs> who's sitting in denmark either way it's not fun to lose <laughs> yeah and uh when you made the leap to next gen and when that happened like first off i guess what i want to ask is before like when you first got it I wonder if you do you hold next gen launch games to a very high standard? Do you go in being like, oh, I hope I don't hate it? Like, what was your mentality when you plug that oh. in and you're like, all right, I'm about to FIFA my well, testicles the, on? The first video game I ever made was, uh, I ever, ever shipped was Madden 06 next gen. And in my first job was at Madden, and like an idiot, I talked my way onto the next gen team. And that launch was just what a disaster. Yeah, uh, it's one of the worst. Absolutely. So that was my first credit making video games. I've Congratulations. I've somehow managed to stay in the industry. Uh, <laughs> but the but you know so so anytime you have a launch and stuff, I, their strategy seems to be obviously they've learned a lot in like a decade and a half since that happened. Um, and it's obviously a different studio, but EA overall their strategy is a lot more conservative this time. Um, some I think would argue too conservative from a former game developer standpoint. Uh, like it makes a ton of sense as someone who plays on say PC and knows that they're not going to upgrade it and give some reason that's like, Oh, well we want to blah, blah, blah. I don't know what their BS is. I understand their BS as a game developer, as a player, I don't like it, but I totally understand why they focused on only doing PS5, only on Xbox as a business person. It is the right choice that they made. Um, but uh, as a player, it's kind of like, well, I I normally like PC best. I hope the next gen is a good leap. This year, I actually think the graphics are kind of fun, but it's not like, wow, the world. The, the biggest changes are the stuff that, that console players haven't been experiencing that PC players have experienced for a long time. 
So things like super fast loading times where you're just going into a match immediately, that really feels a lot better. Um, yeah, yeah. Going through like simming through a season and just doing those things and having it not take forever to like advance from Tuesday to Wednesday. Same thing right. in Madden. Like it is legitimately better. Uh, yeah. But other than that, it's, you know, every every console generation feels like a smaller leap. Um, right. You know, and that's it's true of all the the games, but it's it's no less true of the sports games so far. And what do you, yeah. how bad do you think the pandemic like kicked them in the nethers? I, th- I think it depends. Um, the interesting thing about the pandemic, uh, I, I wonder how it affected EA and their production style. The funny thing is you look at companies like Square Enix and they've gone to like a fully remote uh, workforce, even when the pandemic's over, like we just believe in work from home now. Um, oh, wow. And when you talk to other industry like leaders who I've worked for and they're saying, hey, how, how's it going for you guys with COVID and making games? And, you know, to a person, they'll go, it's going kind of weirdly good. Um, and and I, not everyone feels that for, you know, uh, being an expat. Right. It's, it's not easy, obviously, everything. But in terms of like making a video game and collaborating with people, depending on the kind of game you make and depending on what you make, it's kind of easier in a lot of ways, um, it depend again. It depends on the company and the culture and all that kind of stuff and, and the way that they work and what they make. So I'm I'm not making a FIFA style game right now. So I don't have like a 300 person you know animation right. team or something like that. Um, so I don't know what that collaboration looks like. But in a lot of ways, it's easier. And so it could have actually made this launch go better in some ways. I I don't know. I generally don't know. It could have also. I've heard different stories where it really screwed up some some teams. But I. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's helped them. Yeah. And uh, can you talk about the controller? Is there anything baller, quote unquote, baller ass that is uh, come out of playing FIFA with the next gen controllers? Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, Yes and no. So on Xbox, it's so dumb. They just have the PlayStation share button where you just hit that now and uh, there's just a button. It's great. And what does that do? (laughs) It just. I don't have. A next-gen system yet, because I haven't been able to find one. They just ripped off the PS4, so that, that share button. So you press it for to capture a, a screenshot, and you hold on to it to capture a video clip. Oh, wow. And there's probably cool. other stuff, but it's 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 great. And it's always been a great feature on the PlayStation 4, and the Xbox always should have had it. But now, otherwise, it's just an Xbox controller. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's just the same damn thing. And that's fine. It was a really good, solid controller. Um, and then the the DualShock, uh, this is totally a weird spaceship. That like the rumble triggers don't really add that much in FIFA, um, and they kind of overtuned the uh, resistance and tried to get too cute with it. But other than that, it's actually fine. Um, I find they're both solid controllers. For FIFA, really hasn't changed the game. Um, I think I think you'll see with other things. They're both nice controllers. Uh, yeah, uh, I like it better than the DualShock. It's a little heavy, but they're, they're both nice controllers. Yeah. Uh, I've just heard some, like, some games are doing some really, really cool stuff. So, I, oh, something about. Not EA uh, yet. Yeah. EA's going to, especially with their sports games, they just seem to do. I don't want to say they do the bare minimum. I know people are working hard, but I think ultimately the vision is lacking in certain aspects. So they just sort of are like, yeah, let's do what we're doing. Like, I, it's, you know, don't, don't mess up the 
balls it's rolling cleanly down the hill i don't really know the metaphor i'm going for here but i think that's pretty good well no i think i think there you could say it's conservatism um to to defend ea there you know when you've got to design controls for like five different SKUs and like 10 different controller types you're not going to be as specialized as like the person who's making the demo for um astrobot like right. that is really cool. Like it is yeah. cool in other games. And if you're just making a PlayStation and you only have to tune for that, yeah, it's really cool. Um, you know, so like the Forza game always has good rumble controls, but like it had right. had good controls last time. Um, yeah. So so I I kind of get it, but at the same time, you know, like like 2K are like staffed by complete maniacs. So you know that they'd have like a staff of like five people working on just that controller just because they thought it was cool. So like, I get it, you know, but it is fun when they really specialize. Yeah. If you, uh, if you were sitting with somebody who's like, I'm either going to get an Xbox SXX. I don't know how to (laughs) just, it's just, I saw it was X, X, B, S, X. And I'm like, it's the worst name. Um, if, if they were like, I want to get one or the other, and all I'm going to do is play FIFA on it, which one would you recommend? Where are your friends? It uh, doesn't matter. They are the same it system. It doesn't matter. It is, the they're so the same. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, whatever. They're the same. It's. Uh, I would get a PS4 just because there's more people on it if you're going to play online. Uh, PS5, it, you mean? Sorry, PS5. Um, yeah. But even then, you've got like a fraction of the people that are going to be on a PS4 right now. Um, so if you want to play an online game, you're actually better off just sticking with your ps4 um or your xbox um the most the biggest populations the ps4 um and it looks like the ps5 is following that same trait but i've been playing madden ultimate team sorry fifa ultimate team online no problem uh on xbox so i you know uh but i'm in like central europe so i probably probably the playstation 5 but they're kind of the same they're they're both pretty the same experience yeah, and uh, on Metacritic, the reviews said that uh, FIFA got a 72 on PS4 and a 73 on PS5. Do those feel low to you, or are you like, yeah, I get it? Or do you think it's just people hating on a game because it's whatever it is? I, I think a lot of the things that people hate on with FIFA are very reasonable. Uh, for me, you know, like, I I look at Metacritic and people give Breath of the Wild, like, a 98. I'd give that like a 52 because I, well, you don't like baking apples. You do, you, I mean, well, look, I the found thing. the apple though. And then I walked over to the fire and then the apple right. baked and it was, no, it, I'm, I'm being a jerk. I just don't like Zelda games that much. I actually, right. I, every time I try to bake apples in that game, that's the, whatever you guys get the reference. The, yeah. uh, I just, I just can't get into Zelda. It's just a flaw in my brain. I'm a bad person. Um, so I would give this FIFA like an 88 or something like that. But right. I would not expect anyone else to have that rating. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So whatever. Yeah, and it's interesting when you're a critic because you have to compare it through. There's something that where you're like taking the totality of the FIFA world, whereas for yeah. you, you're just like, I'm playing it, I'm enjoying it, I want to keep playing it. That's good enough for me. Yeah. So. And I've had a an couple int- times this year where I just wanted to just throw. I like I I think I uninstalled FIFA on current gen and was like, I hope I like it on next gen again. Um, yeah yeah and i did yeah and did you did you transfer everything so everything transferred from current gen to next gen on on ultimate team yeah um your career you have to start over at least i i think you do because it didn't seem to to start over yeah is there any way to do a league 
in FIFA yet for like a 16 to 32 person league. Nah, no, but, but if you want to just like play some, like just play with your friend, that's one of the cool things this year. Um, friend of the podcast, Kat Bailey, um, my, the, the last few times I've hung out with her, uh, on the internet was doing some co-op single player. So we're playing against the CPU together, just like hanging out, BSing with my like insane team and then playing with her team and earning coins and whatever. That's really fun. Um, we're, you know, we're in different countries at this point. So, uh, being able to do that super fun, that co-op, but getting the kind of like competitive league. No, Madden, Madden's totally the best for that right now. Isn't that crazy? Doesn't it seem weird that you can't play a premiership with 20 other people? Yes. I mean, people would do that in FIFA, right? Like you would it's think. a much more committed fan base and there's not as much bullshit as you can find in Madden. Like I would love to be in a 20 team premiership league with you where you had to take one of the worst teams i took one of the better teams yeah you know like oh my god we could find it'd be great but to to bring this uh story full circle the uh stevenage you put above the mantelpiece in the first act i could i could be stevenage you could be chelsea i could fight my way up to to play you someday it'd be great oh that would be super cool if you actually had so many teams you had like literally you just took a team they could figure this out but i would just love to take a team maybe Uh, i get randomly assigned a team because i'm in a 60 person uh, league or whatever it is and literally like for you you might be stevenage so you have to fight your way up to the premiership i might be chelsea but i'm uh, like in the bottom 10 and then uh, maybe i start slinking towards relegation like how fun would that be we meet in the fa cup you know oh my god right it's great Ah. This is so dumb. And and yeah, they've got to I just think a career mode is pretty obvious. All right, enough of this crap. We're going to move on to the final piece of the show, next to final piece, um, the important piece, which is the <laughs> Champions League Challenge. Uh, congratulations. Here we go. I'm, gonna, I'm basically going to ask you a question or reference each team that is advancing in the Champions League, and then you get to find out how smart you are. Okay. Here we go. Number one, Bayern Munich. What's Bayern mean? Do you know? No. Are you saying, are you going to venture a guess or are you just going to give up the point here? Oh, uh, oh no, I can't even. I just want to make some terrible jokes. No, uh, they're, I, I don't even, I have no idea what Bayern means. It means Bavaria. Ah, oh, that's really lame. I should know that. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know it, and it took me a while mm. to figure it out. By the way, are you recording your audio? I should ask. I sure am. Okay, thank God. Uh, all right, moving on to number two, Real Madrid, the Spanish club. If you cut Spain into a tic-tac-toe board, where would Real Madrid's uh, home city be, which is Madrid? Oh, uh, I guess the middle left. Wrong, the middle. All right, you're over oh, two. Curses. Moving on. Manchester City versus Liverpool. Which one is further east? Manchester. Correct. Number four, Bar- Borussia Dortmund. Why Borussia? Uh, I believe that's what they used to call the area of Prussia. So I think it's also referring to the area, but I could be wrong. That so the name Borussia is Latin for Prussia, but was ta- but the team name was taken from Borussia Beer from the nearby Borussia Brewery in Dortmund. Oh for three. Moving on. <laughs> oh for four. Now you're one for three. Uh, moving on. Ju- Juventus. What city does Juventus play in Tur- in Italy? Torino, or Turin. Torino is correct. Holy shit! I did not know that. PSG. How many months did I live in Paris? <laughs> uh, Sixteen. Damn, so close. 19. Moving on. <laughs> Chelsea, they were the first 
club to play with numbered shirts along with what other premiership team? Uh, Leeds United. Wrong! Arsenal. But I am a big Leeds United fan after spending a month in Leeds. Okay. Uh, moving on. Atletico. Uh, how many accent marks in the team's name without looking? How many accent marks? Uh, two. One. Wrong! Again? All right. Moving I'm on. crushing this. Borussia Mönchengladbach. <laughs> name one player from their team. Um... Mm, uh, Christoph Kramer. Hold on. I got to look up. Yes, that's correct. Christoph Kramer. I can't believe you knew a player. Could you name two? <laughs> could I name two right now? I don't know that I could. Um, it's, oh, Fabian Johnson's still on that team. Is he? Uh, he's an American, right? Yeah. Mm, no, he's not on the team. No, anymore. he's terrible. I, sorry. He's a great player, but he's, he's not what he he's used great. to be. Um, Come hang out I him. actually don't think I could name a second player. Right now. Max Cruz. Is he still on motion? Gladback? Uh... Uh, is it? Mon- oh yeah, Monchin Gladback, right? Uh, I don't see that name. No, Max Cruz. But yeah, so I'm a huge no Monchin Gladback fan. Did I tell you about the time I was doing literary deathmatch in Fairfax, Virginia, and at the <laughs> hotel I was in, um, which is like a mile from the um the NRA, um, but like the hotel I was in, that's where the U.S. team was staying. Oh. When they were playing uh Cuba, huh. I don't remember. We beat Cuba like seven nothing last year. Oh yeah, and. I was in the elevator with the dudes repeatedly and I was just like, fuck, I can't figure out what anybody looks like because you panic in those situations when they're just dudes standing in an elevator. But it was great. I just thought it was interesting. All right, moving on. Uh, What is uh, Porto? What is this Portugal city's most famous export? Mm. Uh, Those little custards. Port wine. I know. I thought it might be the custard too. (laughs) I know, but I tricked me. I I was wrong. All right. Atalanta. What Italian city do they play in? I don't know. I didn't either. It's Bergamo. Bergamo, which was devastated by COVID, but hopefully they're on the rebound. Uh, Okay. Sevilla. The head coach is Hulan Lopetegui. Uh I don't know how to say it. How many letters are in his last name? Eleven? Wrong! It's nine! Lazio! <laughs> the head coach, Claudio Lotito, is from the same city that the team plays their home games in. Where is it? Rome? Lazio. Rome? It is Rome. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They're uh, they're the rivals to uh, Roma. Ah, okay. That's easier then. Did you know that Everton is, like, in Liverpool? I've, I've been to Everton's stadium. In Liverpool. So did you know it though, or were you? Like, I so I, I learned it mind? when I got there. I was like, hey, I thought I was going to a Premier League game, and they were like, yeah, yeah uh, get on a train to Liverpool. That's I, so crazy. I didn't know that. No, yeah, well, I was the Leeds, only one and only time I've been to Liverpool was to see Everton play against Leeds Arsenal. Castle is not in Leeds; it's in Kent. So what? who knew? So it's the same kind of thing misleading. that you're talking so about. So misleading. It's crazy how close they they say it's a rivalry. It is crazy how close Goodison Park, where Everton play, and. Uh, whatever Merseyside uh yeah. Liverpool Stadium you can see them from each other it's it's, it's oh, wow. hilarious that's wild uh all right next one Barcelona or Barcelona if you're a turd <laughs> they had no beaches in that city until what year I'll t- actually I'll give you a decade until what decade um well it was for the Olympics so was it the 2012 Olympics 
No, it was the 1992 Olympics. You were so close, but that's ah, exactly true. Is. How crazy is that that they now they have seven blue flag beaches huh. dotting the four and a half kilometer coastline? Um, all right. I think, oh, there's one more. Ooh. Here we go. Leipzig. The name comes from the Slavic word for what fruit? <laughs> go. Rosenball? Uh, I, I have no idea what Rosenball Leipzig uh, comes from, other than the Leipzig, which is the city. Rosenball is just an excuse to use the RV acronym. Please tell me. Uh, I, I love that. But it's from, it's so Lipa is, uh, it's the linden tree, huh. which uh, is in the British English is lime tree, but in the U.S. English is basswood tree. I would have allowed basswood, lime, mm. linden, or really, if you would have said anything but Rosenball, I would have given you credit. <laughs> but you got four out of 16, and you can't feel that. Or four out of 15. You got to feel pretty good. I feel pretty uh, bad. <laughs> all right, moving on to our final segment, the Netflix Minute, brought to you by our new Patreon subscriber or contributor. I don't even know how to call what to name these people. Uh, Jennings Gabriel. That's right. You got the Netflix Minute named after you. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go first on what I'd recommend people watch this week. Mm. Um, BattleBots has just relaunched on Discovery Channel. It's season five. If you do not watch BattleBots, you're missing out. Mm. It's just robot competition. It's so funny and dumb, and yet it still like brings you to your feet. <laughs> and you, you know, they do a good reality TV thing okay. where they're like building up these people. Um, I've been watching it for years. If you ever want to watch it, just watch the Discovery Channel version because it's consistent. You know, and you'll you'll see Tombstone and all the all the hits. It's oh. great. Wow. What would you recommend we watch this week, Jeremy? Uh, cars. Cars for a fourth time. Uh, <laughs> this this little indie hit made by uh, these underdogs called Disney. Um, no, I think... Oh, man. Actually, my actual answer is even lamer than that and more cliched. It, uh, we're finally finishing Queen's Gambit this week. Oh, nice. And is it great? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Anna Taylor-Joy is a joy. And yeah. no, it's a great show. It's it's really good. I, I it's so hilarious how like it's made uh, chess in vogue again. But I mean, can you give a show a better compliment than that? Make make something yeah. very nerdy cool. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Um. Let's see what I want to. Oh, and also, uh, old reruns of Monster Trucks, uh, <laughs> from NBC Monster Jams. I really recommend that on YouTube. Just look up the word Monster Jam, and you can get a full hour of Grave Digger. And, oh my God! Oh, Grave digger, and, uh, the Mohawk uh, warrior, and all kinds of action. I love it. My my daughter just loves monster trucks. Oh, how old is she now? Uh, about two. And so, okay, so ma- so she demands monster truck. Do you when she watches it? Does she need uh she? She like pays for the full seat, but she only needs the edge. Is that what you're saying? That's absolutely accurate. <laughs> Twelve bucks. Those... Twelve oh, trucks. <laughs> Uh, 12 bucks 12 trucks god damn that's fucking hilarious all right that's our show real quick the patreon power hour give us some money at patreon.com slash sports anomaly we have segments that we will name after you if we run out of them we'll just create new segments but give us five dollars if you can that way you can hear every show we now do uh two shows a month that you can't hear two that you can't and the two that you can't are really uh, nonsense uh, often. Mm -hmm. But I did a rant this most recent week about how chunky Campbell's Chunky Soup is in Madden, and you can now, in the yard (laughs) mode, wear a chunky Campbell's Soup uh, uniform, which is the dumbest shit you will ever (laughs) fucking get to unlock or wear in a video game, of sports video game, I would imagine. It's like... 
if you could literally put a sleeve of shit on your arm. I don't know. It's so dumb. And I fucking, I go on about it for about 25 minutes. Jeremy, you've been great. Uh, let's, uh, let's hang out in Denmark in no time flat. And uh, I'll see you next time. I'd love that, you silly man. Ha, ha, ha.